welcome to another episode of the TACCast. I am your host, the one and only Fenrir765, and I'm here to talk about video games with with a, a man that apparently used to hang out with some uh, emo musicians in the day. He used to jam it up in Tucson, Arizona. Mr. Optimus Fett, how what's up, man? How are you? But you know that's that's far behind me. What I'm more excited about is getting completely shit faced and watching the Borderlands live action movie. <laughs> I love it. I gotcha. love it. Gotcha. I love it. Well, as uh, Audible probably is like, what is going on? We're joined by our one of our newest council members, Mr. Audible Silence. From the adult game. Also an esteemed long term member of the Friday Night Fight Club. He's one of the OG, Ooh, so very true. Esteemed. I'm fancy. Very true. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Audible, how are you? I'm doing well. How's everybody? You know, as I was saying earlier, I, for some reason today's just we've had an overcast day and I've just kind of felt tired all day today. But I'm glad to be chatting about video games with you guys because I don't know if you guys know, it's uh summer game fest time and we have a lot to chat about with that and I you know, come up with Dude, some this, wish list this and ideas. This whole week for me is like, yeah, I'm excited. I got there's, I mean, there's that, and there's something else they're gonna reveal tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'm so excited. We will definitely be chatting about that in a moment. And but yeah, so Audible, you know, how has your you know first month of council gone for you? Smooth. <laughs> uh, got some ideas floating around. Um. I haven't had to ban anybody except for Ubo. That's about it. <laughs> Damn, this I'm, is this is the first, Ben. This is this is interesting. This is the first new council that hasn't had a trial by fire in the first month. In God, I mean, a long I, time. I think like every every <laughs> council we've had like that first month, they're like, "What just happened?" Yeah. Oh, I, I lived awesome. through it twice. Good for you guys. Two yeah. years in a row. Right, right, right after council elections. Boom, things hit the fan. I oh, only yeah. did it once because, well, I, I the, actually the only reason I was on the council the second time was because of said snafu with new council. And then I had to kind of climb back into the role. <laughs> well, oh, that's great. Enough about being on council. Audible, why don't you give us a rundown on uh, what you've been playing lately? Because, I mean, n- people don't know who you are and give us a little taste of your uh, life of video games. I mean, lately... I've been skating, I've been flipping, I've been throwing balls and goals because I've been playing Roller Champions, and it's a blast. That's it? That's all you've been playing? Pretty much. Um, been playing some fighting games, mostly uh, King of Fighters 15 on Fridays with the boys. Um, mm-hmm. what, did we, what else did we play a couple weeks ago? We played something else. And we played some Injustice 2, some Street Fighter... Super Street Fighter Four, yeah, mostly King of Fighters. That's that's the one yeah, everybody's out right now. Time. That's still new. It's still fresh. It's fun. Right. So give me um, give me the it. like thirty second rundown of Roller Champions. Like, give me what the vibe is with that game. Hmm. Well, you got that. You got that Rocket League. Intense. I need to score a goal. I got to score a goal. I can do it by myself. And then when you fail. You, you feel like crap. And you got everybody yelling at you. Because you got two teammates. Um, games can be quick. They could be... They they could go in 30 seconds. Um, game over. 
or it could take five minutes. Um, it, it's intense, but it's very rewarding when you score those goals. Great game. All right. Hop, what have you been playing, man? Oh, let's see. Well, there's been like a void left in my soul after I finished uh, the Bioshock remastered trilogy. I finished Infinite and I finished all the DLC. I loved all three of those games. Each one, in my opinion, the gameplay got better. Um, I can't really say I like one better than the other story-wise. I think they were all really good and clever and like they all lift each other up, right? Like Bioshock 2 gets kind of a bad rap, but really Bioshock 2 kind of elevates the story in the first game to places you wouldn't even know about had you not played 2. And then the third game just throws that on a crazy multiverse blender that is just fucking awesome. Um, I'm so glad I finally played those. Um, I got them on a crazy sale. I just took a chance. I was like, you know what? Everybody said these were really good, so I'm going to grab those. So um, I finished those. And then I've just uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty Warzone. And they added back the 120 frames on Xbox. That was gone for a little while. So I switched back to running 1440-120 on my Series X on my, on my TV because it's HDMI 2.0. So it doesn't do 4K-120, but it'll do 1440-120. And now I can't go back. I I am hooked on 120 for shooters. So Cold War, Warzone, Vanguard, all the shooters that have 120 now. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't go back to 60 now. I'm addicted. Um also been playing a little bit of Borderlands 1 with Kicked. He wanted to go back and play General Knox again. And who am I to say no to that? Because that's always fun. And then uh I've been playing um I was on the Oh God It Hurts podcast and we were talking a lot about shoot 'em ups and it reminded me that I never really have tried a 1cc run on Radiant Silvergun, so I'm going to start working on that. And then that also made me fire up Ikaruga and Guardian Heroes, just because I love Treasures games. And then I've also been trying to think of what other like story game do I want to play. So I fired up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I really like the world, and the graphics are good, the gameplay's solid, but man, it's got some micromanaging shit that I don't like. I don't know. I was talking about it on my own discord with warlock and he said you can ignore that for the most part so but in the meantime i also installed far cry 4 because i own that never played it and figured i'd check some of that out and uh that's the you know uh uh, their far cry primal was like the the so every year they do a far cry and then they do like one that's on the same engine with a different kind of story so primal is literally like a caveman style one where there's no guns it's like bows and axes and stuff uh no this is the one that takes place in nepal okay um it's pretty neat and the villain is played by troy baker um who's voiced a lot of characters Mm -hmm. in video games and cartoons like he was in borderlands 3 i mean he's just he's been around for a lot of stuff um he was uh he was uh the main character in uh, bioshock infinite (laughs) yes he was yeah so uh he's fantastic um um, he also replaced Mark Hamill for Joker, didn't he? He might have, right. Um, and he also replaced the ghost, right, in Destiny from Peter Dinklage. It, oh, no. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Nice. Yes, I mean, it, it's funny because uh, I forgot how much Halo Infinite borrowed from Far Cry till I went back and played Far Cry. And I was like, oh, this is just like playing Halo Infinite. I mean, Far Cry. <laughs> yeah. 
that so basically that's that's what i've been playing what about you finn you look like you got a stack of games you've been pilfering through here you know i just had to make up from uh, all those episodes where it was just pretty much elden ring right uh that's true dude you you had to ride that dragon for a long time very true uh still dabbling with Fortnite. uh warlock and i had a good time last night playing and uh got us a third place by hiding in a bush um for the last like two minutes of the match it was pretty hilarious i'm always putting my i mean what yep yep that's how i did it anyways uh i rolled credits on guardians of the galaxy and that game is fantastic uh i've heard really good so things about Hop, it. when you're ready to for another story game i definitely try it out uh the combat's fun uh i put it like on normal i didn't excuse me bother playing with anything difficult but i uh I just went through for the story, the the way that the combat is, it's pretty it's pretty fun, uh, for the most part. It gets a little boring towards the end, because um, it gets that little bit of rinse, you know, wash repeat mode. But the conversation and the storytelling of that game is just fantastic. It, they clearly took their own path that doesn't seem I mean, it borrows from some comics and uh but nothing from the movies at all. It's clearly its own story. And I think right. that's where it shines the most. And the way the characters interact with each other are just, it's a flarking good time. Uh, played some Halo with Anthem the other night. Uh, played that land grab mode. And it was it was a lot of fun. I really liked that mode. I, I hope that uh, they keep that around for a long time. Uh, started Tunic the other day. And I'm really liking it. But it's still too early. Uh, but that game doesn't tell you anything at all, and it is kind of fun to discover all that. Uh, Sniper Elite 5, I tried it with on Game Pass, and as fun, as enjoyable it is, I don't know if it's just a game I'll play a lot and maybe something I'll pick up as a palate cleanser from here and there if I'm really absolutely bored. Uh, started the Bioshock Remastered because somebody gave it as a homework assignment to me. So to go th- re go through it and talk about it on uh, another podcast, which I'm looking forward to discussing. But I ran into some really game big game breaking bugs, and I don't know if I'll finish the first game. Um, luckily, I've already played it before, so I know what happens. But I may just jump to Bioshock Two and Infinite. Yeah, and I had Infinite. read a number of things talking about those remasters on all platforms of bioshock one and two having some weird save file issues and sometimes game breaking bugs so i saved like like a fanatic like every two minutes which saved me from some because i've had i had a crash a couple times where it would do that weird audio crash and would just go and i was like oh here we go and then we just dashboard yeah i never had any of that i oh right all my stuff has been assets not loading in correctly um the most recent bug is i'm pretty sure an enemy that i'm supposed to kill is spawned like inside of a wall and i can't get to it to kill it and i'm locked in a room and until i kill it i can't leave the room um i've loaded saves before and after it and, and i keep crashing at the same point so i, I it's just not worth my headache to keep trying to figure it out and i mean they're I could submit it to them, but they ain't going to do anything about it at this point. So I'm looking forward to 
jumping back into to Bioshock Two and giving it another run through. Now that you've two was so good. Two was so good. The gameplay was so good. I love Minerva's Den. Uh, that was I, really good too. No, don't get me. But even just when you play, well, because I played one to two back to back. One was the story was great, but the gameplay was so slow and clunky. It worked, yeah. but when you play the second one, you're like, oh, this feels so much better. The movement and the way you can switch your weapons and gear and heal, and it just. And then, of course, by the third one, the third one's a real like stellar modern playing game. Uh, so, especially because the third one you can switch to a an actual real modern control scheme. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to getting further into those games. So I'll definitely jump in into Bioshock 2 here pretty soon. Uh, like I said, so I'm good. probably going to skip it because I do remember. I, I was talking to Warlock, as you mentioned earlier. I was like, I'm pretty sure at this point, like, I can, I remember all the details. I just don't remember the environments, but I remember like the big story beats. And he was like, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what happened. So I was like, I'll just move on to the next game. Um, There's always finally, another lighthouse. Did you ever play uh, Bioshock uh, Audible? I tried, I tried the first one. Um, I'm not really into, I, I played the demo and I thought it was more like a Resident Evil jump scare type game. So I always ignored it. Um, just never went back to them, but I did dive deep into uh, Bioshock 3, and I know some people hate it because it wasn't like the other two, but I loved it. I thought it was cool grabbing the skyhook and riding my rail system. That, all the people that shit on Bioshock 3, I'm like, are you playing the same fucking game? What are you talking about? Like, I was I was prepared. I was like, okay, everybody says this one is terrible and should nope. be taken out and shot out behind a barn. And I'm playing it going, this is amazing, and this story is fucking cool and trippy as balls. And the way it all especially if you play the dlc that connects the way they dude i was like boom that was like just that pure en- amazing ending. storytelling oh my god yeah. so good i love bioshock 3 it's one of my favorites and the intro to that game is probably one of my favorites the way that they set up the whole setting because it i i still get chills like thinking about the barbershop quartet at the beginning of that game. Like it's just, oh, yeah. they come in and they sing God only knows like, it's just wild. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing the remaster cause I can't wait to see what it looks like. And it's all it's glory with the remaster. So, um, the last game I'm going to get into and talk about that. I've, uh, I dabbled in a bit and I will fully admit I've uninstalled it from all platforms but I've tried it on PC. I tried it on mobile and it it had, I had some enjoyment with it at the very, very beginning of playing it. And then I started seeing all of the microtransaction pieces and that's Diablo immortal. Uh, I'm not touching that thing with a stolen wing. Nope. <laughs> I will say yeah. this the first, like, I don't know, 20 30 minutes of that game it made me like this is diablo like i'm i'm in, i can do this i'm excited and then once you get through the prologue and you get into the actual game you see it all like it all comes full force like boom in your face here's how you can spend your money how you can buy things um and i quickly was like i noped out of it one the my phone 
I just don't have enough memory on my phone to download all the things that it needs. So I was missing some ability, like air abilities to things to play with it. So I was like, I'll try it on PC and the PC is a legit port from the phone to a PC there. The controller support right. is atrocious. It's terrible. It's yeah. Bad. So, Kick's been playing it. He says, if you're going to play it, play it on a tablet. He says, that's the best of both worlds. The touchscreen controls were great. And the screen's yeah. slightly bigger. He says, if you're going to play on a PC, it's pretty, pretty uh, low res, not great looking. Yeah. Well, you definitely you know. need a, uh, mouse and keyboard i think for the pc version otherwise the controller is pretty much worthless um so yeah i i think it's interesting and the reason why i i saved that for last is because it has a massive amount of microtransactions to it and as do all cell phone games very modern cell phone games especially free to play ones so there's an article from uh game rant who um they they looked at they got this youtuber uh what's his name uh belur belur news um and the guy on belur news made figured out some calculations and it's kind of figured out that it's going to cost you approximately a hundred and ten thousand dollars to beat the game if you were just to like spend your money freely to get everything you need to max out all the stuff you have. And that's, it's not even like a guarantee that you spent $110,000. You would get that far. Uh, that's insane. I, I know Ubo has been following some YouTuber and they have spent at a couple hours ago, as he reported to me, $6,000 uh, trying to get, these gems these five out of five star gems that you get with these riffs that you can run and he has gotten zero of them spent six thousand dollars and has gotten zero of those gems so diablo immortal clearly has been uh finding their ways to get people to spend their money right um they have a battle pass. They have all sorts of stuff going on with it, right? It's just, it's wild. So, Hop, I, I understand your sentiments. Stay away from it. It's not worth the time right now. The only fear I have is Diablo 4 will pull in some of these microtransaction elements. and. Oh, I'm sure. I just, I don't. I don't touch mobile gaming. That's, I mean, the first first strike was it's a mobile game. I just don't touch them. I just don't ever. I hate playing on a phone or a tablet or any of that shit. Like, it was if it's free, not on, it was worth it. Right? No, no, for yeah. sure. So, uh, Audible, any uh, dabbling with the Diablo Immortal, or are you into the Diablo franchise at all? Uh, my first Diablo was Diablo three. Um, I played it at launch with a buddy, and I really didn't know what the game was. And he's like, you know, don't pay attention to story. Come on, he's like trying to rush me through. I'm like, no, 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 man, I gotta read this stuff. And of course, after a few hours, you realize, like, cares about the story. I'm just here for the loot. Um, picked it back up, like, a year later with a buddy. Um, I remember that's when they, I think they added the cow level and changed some other stuff. Um, I love Diablo 3, especially when they released the Ultimate Edition on Xbox One and added the seasons and all that. 
Yeah, I remember I, I played it for a while with a friend when he was living out in Colorado, and then uh, I didn't have anybody to play with, so I stopped. But it's, it's fun. It still holds up. All right. Well, another old school game that I enjoyed a lot when it first came out, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, was getting a remake, or is getting a remake. I don't even know. But it's somewhere it, you know, GameStop stopped listing or delisting pre-orders for that gaming game i saw twitter reports that they were even uh issuing uh store credit or reimbursements for people who prince of persia remake yeah for the prince of persia remake the remake of the remake yes (laughs) (laughs) um it you know letting to the speculation that the game has been canceled but ign was able to reach out to ubisoft and they were able to confirm that the game has not been canceled it's just been delayed again um but yeah there's just a lot of unknowns with that game i really enjoyed the prince of persia games i had a lot of fun with them but i am not super interested in the remake considering all the other remakes that have come out uh yeah also another big news story that was really kind of awesome to see was PlayStation five sales reached 20 million worldwide. According to game industry.biz. They were able to have an interview with. Oh, I lost the name. Uh, Veronica Rogers, the head of global sales for Sony interactive entertainment, 20 million units and about, and that's all like, that's all literally online sales because no stores ever have them. Like it's all it, the yeah, stores that have them. It's like online order and it ships to the store and you pick it up. But like, I've never seen one in the wild ever. No, <laughs> I I mean, I haven't even seen, to be fair, I haven't even seen a series X. I've seen series S's, but I've not Same. seen the series, yeah. series S, uh, Nintendo. I've seen the new switch OLED and the regular, the switch seems to be in, good supply now during the height of covid you couldn't find a switch to <laughs> at all so yeah that's good but yeah that's crazy that they've sold that many and it's literally people are just people are just hammering all the online sites and stores the minute anybody mm-hmm. says oh they're supposed to get some bam people are like give me my playstation that's awesome yeah and you know the cool thing is or what this veronica lady shared was that they plan on ramping production up here soon uh so they're not done yet, obviously, and uh, hopefully they can keep building well, on good. that success, right? So exactly. Let's get into the next gen. Get get rid of this last gen. Yeah. Stop, stop <laughs> yeah. holding up our new games. Uh, speaking of that, a little bit, uh, Bioware finally came out and released the name of their next Dragon Age game, and that's called Dragon Age Dread Wolf, and it follows Dread Wolf. No, there was that was a it was a young Frankenstein joke. Never mind. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Dragon Age. Uh, it's following the story of Solus, who was a ma- a major character in the Inquisition game, and I won't spoil anything for you, but there is something interesting going on with that friend. Um, but you can go to their blog if you follow along, and I I am looking forward to this. I enjoy the Dragon Age series immensely. Um, I I for some reason really like fantasy games uh and dragon age really scratched that itch for me uh either of you guys big into the dragon age games or uh bioware at all 
Um, oh. I tried one of them. I don't recall which, but fantasy isn't really my thing. Like, Fair. Final Fantasy is probably as close as I get, but even Final Fantasy usually is Final Fantasy VII's kind of steampunk. Final Fantasy X's kind of, you know, steampunky or whatever you want to call it. Um, when a game is strictly swords and magic, I, for whatever really reason, I lose interest. Understandable. How? Elder, was it Elder Scrolls versus uh, Fallout? I don't play Fallout. Uh, so I loved the KOTOR games. Uh, I liked Mass Effect 1, loved 2 and 3. I missed the earlier Dragon Age games, and then I tried to play Inquisition on the uh, Xbox One. I just couldn't get into it. Something about the gameplay. I think, like, okay, so here we go. Here's another, like, oh, you know Hop and his shit. I had to manage stuff and I was like, I'm out. I just yeah. like, it's like, I'm done with this game. Sorry. It's got an uh, RTS I walked away. vibe to it. Yeah. I, that's what, I yeah. think that's what it was. And I just walked away. It was nothing, no fault on the game. I thought the graphics were cool. The story was neat, but I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I, you know, I, I wish I could put this in later in the show. Uh, when we get to our hopes and dreams for uh summer game fest, but I just wish maybe Bioware would give up the the rights or the IP to maybe another studio uh, with an EA or somewhere, but for Jade Empire. That's that was such a cool game on the original Xbox. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it was, I think it just didn't catch on as much as they had hoped. As, oh, I know. You know, it's definitely a cult classic because I I see a lot of people really talk about it fondly. I just think that not as enough, like you said, not enough people really got into it. Yeah. It was such an awesome game. So, but yeah, Dragon Age Dreadwolf uh, will be coming out sometime. They have not really given any details on when that may be, uh, but it will be, it'll be interesting to see because they are also apparently in that pre-production phase for Mass Effect 4. Another thing, a uh, little housekeeping that has been done by Xbox. You can go to their uh, Xbox blog and, and read about this. And they are allowing you to take a peek at secret achievements. I don't know about you guys, but I've never really been annoyed by that. I've, yeah, other than the fact like, Oh, I have a secret achievement. I guess I'll just never know what that is. Um, I'm going to be honest. And I don't even look at the achievements. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I barely do it myself, but if you ever decided to, you can decide to look at the achievements, uh, see what the gamer score is, see what it is, what it's about, and decide if you want to go after it if if you want. Uh, Tony's audible, had that feature for a while. Um, I, I don't remember exactly when, but uh, towards the end of the PS4, you could go on the trophies list and it'd say hidden trophy, push X to reveal. And usually it's like, something involving the story so they don't want to spoil stuff but sometimes it's like you know collect a thousand bottles of beer like that's stupid yeah all right well i'm i mean i think for achievement hunters that will be a big deal they can kind of figure out what that achievement is and go for it a little bit faster uh rather than trying to guess or look it up online but the the cool thing is uh it gives you an option. So if you don't want to spoil it for yourself, you don't have to. So I think that's the best part of it all. 
last two stories that I found interesting was Star Wars Jedi Survivor was announced at Star Wars what? Celebration. It is the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, it follows Cal Kestis as he uh, continues his journey. And the trailer had some ominous tones with uh, the Grand Inquisitor uh, speaking about his failures and how he's now alone in the galaxy. So I'm uh, I'm really intrigued. I love the first game. and Me I too. Can't, I can't wait to get I almost it. reinstalled that to play it again. I was like, do I, do I go back? You know, it, it's really exciting. The only thing that I still can't get over is, oh, God, I'm going to draw a blank on the actor's name who plays Cal Kestis, but he's also in a TV show called Shameless. And so every time he popped up on the screen with his face, I would kind of see something. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a very distinctive face. Yes. Very it's unfortunate because I have the same problem thinking of uh, uh, that Batman series. He played like a. I think he, I think it eventually officially became Joker, but at the time, oh, Gotham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the the trailer, I I don't know for you guys if you if you watch the trailer or not. I'm sure, I did. I know. I was gonna say I know Hop did. Uh, did you get the good vibes for uh, not good vibes like good things are gonna happen, but like the good vibes that this is gonna be telling the right story beats that you want in the next game? Well. I'm just going to go with the first game was Respawn, and I ended up really enjoying it and having a lot of fun with it. It actually was better than I thought it was going to be. So if they just build upon that, I feel like this one's going to be even better. So I'm in. Like They, they, got, my, they got my attention with the first one, so I'll, I'll definitely you know, be checking out this second game. And those kind of like... You know, like I know you like to play it on very hard, like a Dark Souls game. I just played it on normal, like like a normal person would, and have it, enjoy it like a Star Wars Metroidvania kind of game. And I enjoyed it for that. Someone's got to stick their dick in the mashed potatoes, hop. You know, <laughs> might as well be me and on this game. Well, you keep burning your wang, I will <laughs> just keep playing my games. Um, did you? What were your thoughts on Fallen Order and the uh, Survivor announcement, Audible? Um, the game looks good. Um, Respawn, as far as I'm concerned, can do no wrong. Been a fan since Titanfall. Um, I was excited when I first heard about the first one. Unfortunately, I never beat the first one. Um, I mean, it oh, came out boy. in the, the busiest time of the year, and it's been on my backlog for quite some time. Yeah, I... I let it sit in the back burner for a while before I even played it. Yeah, like, I, I played it. I remember jumping from windmill to windmill. So I think that's like towards the beginning of the game. Like yeah, that's like pretty early still. Yeah. So yeah. That's as far as I got. And I was like, oh, I'll go back. I'll go back. And then the PS5 came out and all the game is old. It actually I'll looks go really there's good. A, there's a next gen. Well, I, I know on Xbox it got a next gen enhanced yeah, um, it did. update. I'm, so I'm sure on PS5 it did as well. I'm sure I'll go back to it and just put it on easy mode because that was yeah, the other thing I was going to on was the... I'm more of a Star Wars Unleashed type of person sure. versus this whole, like, uh, you know, block, counter. Like, hey, can I just force push him off a cliff? See, I I love that Dark Souls. That I just... Mm, that challenge that, you know, 
punching yourself in the nuts over and over again just does something special in a video game for me. <sighs> um, sorry, guys. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention. You reminiscing about your <laughs> your nuts? <laughs> you haven't had your nuts <laughs> since you beat Elden Ring. <laughs> oh man, it's been a while. It's been a while since this happened, guys. I, I'm getting a little. Anyways, Clamped. the the uh, going back to your point about next gen only is this game is on Unreal Engine five and it has only been announced for the next or slash current generation PS five Xbox. Yeah, they're not next gen anymore. These machines are two years old. This is yes. the current gen. I know. Uh, so this game, as well as the Dragon Age Inquisition, will be on the current generation only. And finally, this game... Inquisition is the old game. You mean Dreadwolf? Well, sorry, Dreadwolf. You're right. Thank you. Nobody expects the Inquisition. No, he does. <laughs> the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> this this final game is uh, on IGN's, their first thing, and they're running articles left and right on it. And it, this came out of left field for me. And uh, I I don't think I really want this game. But at the same time, I'm intrigued because one of my favorite Dreamcast games was uh, the Sonic open world adventure Sonic game. Yep, Sonic Adventure. And now we have Sonic Frontiers coming. And mm-hmm. it is, they showed a big open, like a top down, not top down, but like a, you know, high angle view of the kind of the world that you'd be running through. So it, it definitely looks very unique and a very different take on Sonic away from obviously the 2d world. So either of you check out any of the footage or I, I did. I watched the train. I watched some footage. I don't know what to think yet. Um, I mean, I loved Sonic adventure one and two, but I haven't really played a Sonic game since then, other than Sonic mania, like more sticking with the old school Sonic stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I mean, it looks okay. It does look slightly unfinished, almost like it's a beta tech demo kind of a thing. I know there's a lot of people, there's like a petition online that are begging Sega to put it in the oven a little bit longer, sort of like what happened with Halo Infinite. So it'd be interesting to see what they do there. It's, uh, I mean, it's a thing. Um, it does exist. It It feels like almost like a like a Mario 64 or Mario Sunshine where you have these little pockets of stuff happening but you're Sonic like you need to go from the beginning to the end from point A to point B and just connect everything and watching those uh those demos it it looks like you know oh he ran up a spire but then between rail systems he's running kind of slow like it's not it's not fluent um yeah and that's always been the thing it's the hardest thing they've tried to do is how do you put sonic in 3d but still have it be sonic because sonic yeah. is always very kinetic and fast and it works so well in 2d you i feel know, like you sonic adventure it... kind of had some issues like that too where they had they had a hard time keeping oh, the game yeah. fast I, I feel like it almost needs to be almost like a like a snowboarding game where it's still 3d but you're going in a general direction so you can you know, connect your your rails and your I don't know what they're calling, but the things you jump on that send yeah. Sonic flying high, and that way everything's kind of linear. Even if you have like four or five different paths that branch out, it will be interesting. 
the rumors that I saw were very much talking about how there's going to be a lot of maybe RPG type elements to it. Uh, and maybe it's like, you know, levels of abilities rather than, um, you know, building out certain skills. I, I don't know, but there, there are some definitely RPG takes to it in the open world setting, which will, I think be, the most concerning part of the game for me maybe not necessarily the 3d the go anywhere type style i i will be more concerned about just kind of how do you give rpg elements to sonic like do you make him faster do you you know or do you make his attack stronger i i I don't know what you do in that sense because i don't gotta go fast i don't think there's a place for that really necessarily for sonic unless you're gonna zap him of his speed and have to get him to earn it back at some point right so um well that's it for the news i mean that's that's what i found i snuck in one more because it's a hot drop we're getting the next gen updates for resident evil 2 3 and 7 supposedly next week breaking news i'm super excited i've been sitting on my (laughs) resident evil 3 remake copy and not playing it waiting for this update so I'm super excited about that. You know, and I just realized I forgot to mention that uh, tomorrow, right, Hop, is the announcement for yes. Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare reveal. 2 reveal. Oh, that's right. That is tomorrow. So mm-hmm. uh, I do, do, do. 1 p.m. P- uh, Eastern, is. 10 a.m. Pacific. Okay. So and then feeling? so. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I. I'm excited to see where they're going to go with this. They're, they've upgraded the engine. Uh, this engine will be powering also Warzone 2, which is going to be a separate app this time. It's not going to be tied to this game because they're going to run two-year life cycles on hmm. these games now. Modern Warfare 2 is going to go two years before we get the next Black Ops game. They're giving Treyarch more than two years to make the next Black Ops game. So I'm really excited about that. And then Warzone 2 will be separate and it will be able to incorporate everything because it was a big mess the way they did this whole thing with Warzone being part of Modern Warfare. And then they had to like pull in the Black Ops stuff and then the Vanguard stuff and then it turned into like a bloated mess. So, uh, yeah, a bloated mess that yeah. takes up like 200 gigs of your hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with this new. There's some rumors about movement, there's rumors of a, uh, you know how every uh, game has like sort of a special third mode, like whether it's zombies or um, you know strike missions, or but this one's supposed to have a mode that's like a uh, extraction mode, like Escape from Tarkov, but in the Modern Warfare 2 engine. Um, so that could be really fun with a group. That could be really fun. So yeah. I'm uh, interested to try something like that. I've, you know. I've talked with our buddy Cowboy Raptor several times and he plays Escape from Tarkov religiously. Uh, and that game looks like it's a lot of fun and I and I would love to try it, but obviously it's a PC-only game and I'm an Xbox-only player. But I do know I played several rounds of Vigor and... I like the idea of what the game is asking you to do. I 
Vigor is just a very clunky, uh, has a lot of challenges to it. It's not super friendly. So um, I really, really want to try to get into something like that. I want to play more of that style of game. I like the idea of loading into a world, trying to loot what you can and get back out. And not necessarily having to be the winner, right? The last person survived. And that's kind of a cool idea to me. So I, I, I'm looking forward to whatever that may possibly be. Hopefully it's a legit thing. It's one of the modes in Battlefield, their hazard mode was one of the things I was interested in. And unfortunately, it seems as Audible shared with me earlier today, it is, I think they're taking it away from you. <laughs> yeah. So it's not going to exist anymore. It may exist, but it may not get updated. Um, I don't know. But granted, I unless Battlefield goes free to play or jumps into the EA play through Game Pass, there's I, I, I will never play it myself. So, yeah. Well, that's it for the news. Uh, Mr. Hop, I mean, there's a lot of games coming out this month. And if you want to just give us a quick highlight on a few games. or Yeah, I, I, I ran through it. the list and yeah. got rid of some stuff. Uh, Diablo Immortal PC and mobile out now. Uh, Gigapocalypse PS, Xbox, and Switch June 2nd. Uh, Empire Dukes of the Far Frontier June 3rd. Uh, some game called 10, 10 Rooms, 10 Seconds. That's on all systems, June 3rd. Wonder Boy Collection, PS4 and Switch, June 3rd. Fortnite Season 3 is out now, June it's 5th. It's crazy time. It's right? crazy. Elder Scrolls Online got a new expansion, The High Isles, uh, June 6th. Spellforce 3 Reinforced, this is on Xbox and PlayStation, June 7th. The Cycle Frontier, PC, June 8th. Madshot, PC, June 9th. Postal Brain Damaged on the PC, June 9th. Looks like a new Postal game. Pro Cycling Manager, 2022, PC, June 9th. And then right on its heels, Tour de France, 2022, PC and Xbox, PlayStation, June 9th. Mario Strikers Battle League. I know a lot of people be looking for this. The Mario Soccer game on Switch. That's June 10th. The Quarry... PC, PlayStation, Xbox, June 10th. Jurassic World Evolution 2 Electric Boogaloo. Uh, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, June 14th. <laughs> Overlord <laughs> Escape from Nazareth. You like how I changed the name? PC and yep. Switch, June 16th. Uh, Redout 2, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, June 16th. Starship Troopers Terran Command, PC, June 16th. Uh, Elder Scrolls High Isle, the console release, June 21st. Fall Guys, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, June 21st. Shadowrun Trilogy, I'm looking forward to this. Big time, finally, console release, PlayStation and Xbox, June 21st. And Switch, nice. Uh, Deliver Us to the Moon, PS5 and Xbox Series X only, June 23rd. Sonic Origins, this is the new remastered collection of Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and & Knuckles, and Sonic CD. Uh, the original games, but now widescreen with some other options. All systems, June 23rd. Capcom Fighting Collection, here comes Audible. June 24th, Fight Night's going to change again. PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes on the Switch, June 24th. Cuphead, the delicious last course DLC for PC, Xbox, and Switch, June 30th. Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak DLC for the Switch, June 30th. Outriders World Slayer, PC, PlayStation, um, Xbox, June 30th. I really Project hope Warlock. Comes and plays that game with me again. Mm. 
maybe <laughs> project warlock 2 pc june to be determined um i still need to finish the first one i've gotten really far and kind of stopped on the xbox so um i have some complaints maybe they'll address that for the second one and zorro the chronicles the game no date yet but releasing sometime in june pc xbox playstation switch all right um so i got some community updates uh we don't have any games listed for June from our current Xbox champion who I'm not even sure I know who that is. Is it Romano? Did I miss it? No. <laughs> I know we had a shuffling of the guard. Anthem left as champion. Um, so I need some games from our current champion to announce on uh, Community Game Night. Friday nights, we're still running Fight Club. We, uh, like Audible was saying, we've been playing a lot of King of Fighters 15. We've also been playing MK11 and Injustice. Dabbling with some Street Fighter. Uh, Fen, is there anything going on in the book club? Right now, the book club is still on hiatus. Uh, once the council gets uh, selecting people, we will start getting new books for people to read. So, now it's time to get into our little deep dive section of the show and this episode we're going to really talk about the summer game fest it is what i like to dub the time of year for us gamers where it's like getting the christmas catalog in the mail uh right before christmas and we can go through and find all the toys we want that we can circle and tell our parents or tell santa or whoever we want to tell this is what we want to show up under our tree on christmas day because really e3 what it used to be which is no longer but supposedly they're coming back next year um and now what we have summer game fest from jeff Keeley, uh it's very much like that catalog because you circle the games you want but you still gotta wait for them to show up eventually right so i'm excited i like enjoy i enjoy watching the news conference or the press conferences i enjoy catching what happens excuse me i enjoy seeing how you know the excitement that other people have and i i'm just gonna give a quick rundown of what's to come we've already had the sony state of play then it focused on the third party games we have the summer game fest on june 9th at 2 p.m eastern followed by the day of the devs from uh the double fine studios uh where it's going to be a bunch of independent uh, studios kind of marketing and showing off what they're working on which is kind of a really cool thing to see devolver digital marketing countdown to marketing is on june 9th at 6 p.m eastern netflix geeked week june 10th 1 p.m eastern tribeca game spotlight june 10th june 10th and i guess i didn't write down the time for that one so i'll have to come back and look at it and xbox bethesda on june 12th 1 p.m. Eastern, followed by their extended showcase on June 14th at 1 p.m. Eastern as well. And then a more really recent drop, uh, Capcom Showcase, June 13th at 6 p.m. Eastern. The Capcom thing, or was it Konami that pulled out? One of them, too. I feel like somebody pulled out of the show, and then now Capcom is doing a show, which will be interesting. So I'm going to skip back to the sony state of play there was a lot of really cool announcements that came out through it uh one of the big some of the biggest announcements was spider-man 
the 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 game as well as the Miles Morales game was going to be ported to PC. Uh, lots of new information on Stray, a release date for that. Uh, several other things, PSVR two details. Uh, what's that for? Uh, Horizon, Call to the Mountain, uh, VR title, as well as was it Resident Evil Village was getting yeah. A- yeah, Resident Evil Village is getting a VR2 update. That's yep. going to be awesome, and I'm not going to be playing it. Everybody so, wants to get stepped on. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's a lot of, there was a lot of memes about uh, the VR and Lady D coming around. So, um, Audible, you're RPS guy. Anything else out of that? Uh, we got the trailer for Callisto Protocol along too, with yeah. the December release date because they were like, you know what? With the remake of uh, what's the other scary movie that those guys originally made? Scary game? Dead Space. Uh, Dead Space was announced for early uh, next year. Yep. So apparently yeah. they think that they can get out in front and uh, scare the pants out of you earlier. Um, and then you have the that Resident game looks Evil like something else. Remake, right? Whew. So. Yeah, no, no, it definitely that Callisto Protocol. Oh yeah, the is, Resident Evil Four remake also with VR two support. Yep, and that Callisto Protocol looks, yeah, it looks like it will, you know, I will definitely be playing that game if I do with all the lights on, um, and before the sun goes down because yeah, it definitely is a very. Yep. Um, the other big announcement: Street Fighter Six. Yep. Oh yeah. Great. That was the big one. Uh, oh. They finally changed their logo to something kind of cool looking, <laughs> which yeah. is good to see. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, Street Fighter Six, unfortunately, was hit with a ton of leaks on their rosters and uh, story beats. And uh, But I know the two of you will be playing the hell out of that game regardless, right? Oh, Since it's now on yeah, it's everything. On the... Right? Uh... Minus yep. Xbox One. P- PC, uh, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4. No Switch either. Not yet. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe through streaming on the Switch. Maybe a Switch 2 if they ever come out with that. There's no reason I saw this I saw this chart and somebody said until their sales drop, until Nintendo sales go down, they're not gonna release the Switch too. Like their sales are keep going up. Yeah. So, there's no reason for them to do that. I mean it's not like they're shooting for graphic powerhouse. So No, for sure. Yeah. Uh a couple other notes that I wanted to make mention of uh, Jeff Keeley, who is kind of the guy putting on the Summer Game Fest and the Summer Game Fest show, uh, he he tweeted out, you know, really set your expectations and know that we're focusing on mostly what's already been announced. So there may be some world premieres, but not a ton. Uh, as well as Capcom said the same thing and their showcase, everything will be focused on already announced things. Maybe a couple surprises. I don't know. The final thing is uh, a couple hours before we started uh, the show tonight, EA tweeted out, you know, we're, let me pull up the actual tweet again. They pretty much tweeted out and said, we're, uh, 
we got some surprises for you coming up. And I I imagine during the Summer Game Fest show, they're going to be, or the Xbox show, they're going to be tweeting out something that says, we have some surprises that you won't want to miss out on. And they have kind of like a smug face emoji followed by stay tuned and the like trench coat, sunglass, top hat guy. I don't know what to call him. Um, detective looking emoji or shady looking guy. So there are several other shows and things happening um, in addition to this, like the Gorilla Collective for future show, PC game show. Um Lots of other things happening throughout the uh, VR show, but they're not necessarily connected to the Summer Game Fest, uh, in in a way. So, well, they need a place to announce. We know that there's new Need for Speed coming out this fall. Um, all right. We're going to need to show off more of whatever respawns working on, whether it's a new mode for Apex or new characters, or if they're going to continue with titanfall or whatever mm. um, I, I have a sinking feeling that titanfall's dead i yeah. do too but let's not go there um <laughs> plus so, uh the other ea company so they have to talk about this stuff somewhere this summer yeah question and, would be where because they said they're not going to do the ea show or yeah the ea show like they yeah. did the last couple years which is going to uh, make that as my final point on Summer Game Fest was EA Play as well as the Ubisoft Forward is what they're calling those shows uh, are out this year. Like there's no formal show from either of those companies. Um, kind of find that interesting because both of those companies have been talked about as are in acquisitions um, as targets of acquisitions rather. So not that I'm saying anything is going to happen with them i'm just saying that there's been a lot of rumors and discussions about around them and they're both not doing shows right now so don't know if there's anything to do with that or not but whatever my question for you two gentlemen is this think about a property or something you'd like to see come out of whether it's the summer game fest show xbox bethesda capcom or you know doesn't matter which show that may happen, but what is something that you are hoping and wishing for? Um, something that could be realistic or something that could be just way out of left field. What, what are you feeling? And I'm going to give you, hey, oh, you you ready? Left field. Mech Assault three. All right. That'd be fun. Well, that would are we, be. Amazing. Are we talking everything, or we're we just talking EA? No, no, we're just talking nah, out of the, anything. Yeah, anything. Next oh, week of, next week and a half of shows. Like, what is something that you just want? Like, what's your wild and crazy dream? Uh, or and what's something that seems realistic to you? Kind of come up with those two ideas, right? And Hop's wild and crazy dream is Mech Assault Three. All right. Yeah. Um, let me think of a realistic one. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, it's funny that this is going to be similar, and it's also what I just touched on, but my semi-realistic, hopeful dream, Titanfall 3 and next spring to get plenty of room away from Call of Duty. And yes, that's unlike... what they should do. They should not release it. They yeah. should be exactly. That would be smart. I'm with you. Um, yeah, like a spring release once, you know, because 
most of the time shooters come out in the fall. Um, yeah. Battlefield came Change out in the to... fall. Battlefield should have waited another few months. So yeah, I'd be psyched for Titanfall three, even if it was some type of like MP only dumbed down version, but I want to get in my Titan. I want to step on people. I want to grapple. I want to wall run. Oh, love it. All right. That's, that's a, I would say left field hope and dream for sure. For me, I would love a, I would say my left field would be probably a, a actual gameplay of Splinter Cell. I don't think it, I know we just got the official word, I guess, in a way that they're doing a remake of it, but for me, it's Splinter Cell, the return of Splinter Cell. Gameplay Dude. may be too much, but at least a teaser, you know, something. Something. I liked the first one when it came out. Like I thought it was good, but when Pandora Tomorrow came out, man, that game blew me away. So good. Oh, so, yeah, I'd like to see. Is the best of the three, though. Oh my goodness. Big fan of Black. That one was really good too, but it didn't. For some reason, the second one really, really. Oh, yeah. It was, was good. When that multiplayer came out, I was like, "This is the coolest Spies thing." Ever. Yep. <laughs> oh man, it was so good. Yeah, no, I love the franchise. I it, I will say they definitely took a different path towards the end, but I still love that franchise. Sam Fisher is still one of my favorite video game characters of all time. So, but anyways, yeah, Splinter Cell, I will probably say this every year on our podcast for the next 10 years because it may be that case. Uh it may not. So, here's my here's my realistic what I'm feeling. There's also been a lot of rumors about this um from the xbox showcase um either a gears of war collection with all the games remastered with 60 and 120 frame modes like with updated graphics probably the first one they've already done this on so they wouldn't have to do much but uh gears 2 and 3 also updated um or i would even just take like a gears of war all-star multiplayer classic gears of war style maps and characters updated for next gen stuff at 4k 60 or 1440 120 whatever they want to do i'd I'd be into that so you're on board with the uh rumors of the phoenix collection i see all right all right i'm hopeful (laughs) (laughs) all right mr audible any realistic prediction or not predictions because we're not those people realistic hope and dream i mean it's it's so many games so many rumors so many things um i want to see a new burnout like dude they had the remaster um release and it, it did some pretty good sales but apparently criterion's working on this new need for speed so why not probably not gonna get your burnout three takedown i would, oh, I, would I would buy a remaster that in a heartbeat that was the so best i, I played the crap out of that game mm-hmm. and there's a lot and, of old franchises we could go back to there's rumors that there's a resistance uh remaster coming out that'd be crimson, cool i never got to play those games i would PS3. like crimson skies to come back if we're gonna drop uh, another left field thing that that's like my hugest like biggest you know with full-on multiplayer it would be a there would be a shadow 
from Indiana a to long, Arizona. Oh, veiny shadow. In the morning, you know, from from the east to the west, you would you would wonder why the sun hasn't risen yet, Hop, if they announced that. Oh my goodness. Um my realistic thing is I really do think that at this at the Xbox Bethesda that they will probably announce some kind of Halo Infinite story DLC or up campaign stuff. I, I really think that that would be a fun I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they go next with that infinite uh campaign. And it may not be something that will drop until I don't know November. Uh, but I still think that would be kind of a cool like teaser of like there's more to the story and I and I want to get back into that world again. So that that's kind of what I'm hoping for there. I'm not of the kind of the ilk where I'm, I needed any information on Starfield or Redfall right now, uh, considering we don't even know when they're going to drop. So I would like to see what they're going to do with Halo Infinite beyond Forge, beyond campaign or the campaign co-op. So I, I'm excited to see what comes out of that. The we'll other perfect th- arc. I still think we're way far away on that game. Oh, and there's also the this could be this could be a realistic rumor. There's tons of rumors. They're gonna, they're gonna rumor? announce the GoldenEye remake yes. this week, right at the show, because there's achievements that have leaked all over. So all I know uh, is we gotta if we gotta get a tag night where we can do slappers only, no odd job, right? Gives <laughs> an odd job. So, uh, the, I mean, I love this time of year. I I think it's great because we get a lot of stuff. And I think the, one of the cool things is since COVID obviously has happened that a lot of the leaks have been pretty tight lipped, right? Like not a lot of things have been full on leaking like they used to when they had the in, in person E3 showing. So the mystique, the, of what these shows are going to show us is still pretty prevalent. Uh, and I, and I'm excited to see what happens, um, at these conferences. I know that I'll be watching all of them. I plan on trying to get into our discord and, and opening up a voice channel and, uh, you know, just chatting with those of you that are available to as these shows are happening and and kind of chat with them in real time. I think it's a lot of fun. Last year we did it. Uh, actually, we've done it for the last couple of years, especially for like the Xbox show, and it's always been kind of fun to you know hear each other go like, "Oh my god, that's so awesome!" Right? I can't believe they just showed that, and that's a really cool moment that we can have here in our community. So, uh, any last out out left field or realistic? hopes dreams mr audible we should be getting a kojima announcement sometime soon um tom henderson said that uh he's pretty he's got a pretty good track record of leak and stuff and uh say so saw some uh, or he was told about some footage from kojima's new game which is a horror game and it's called overdose um apparently it has a female character that was also in death stranding I never played it, so I'm not very familiar with it. Um, but there was rumors that he was making a publishing deal with Microsoft, so might see that in a week. 
That'd be cool. Right on. I would also like to see this is this is another pipe dream, a remastered Metal Gear Solid one, two, and three on next gen hardware. I'd like to play through that story properly with modern controls. Speaking Just of saying, right? I think <laughs> can't, you can't play Metal Gear Solid 4 right now. Yeah, you can't. I was gonna say, I feel like you would need more of a remake with those than a remaster. Well, that's what I—that's actually yeah. what I meant—a next-gen remake of one, two, and three with modern controls. It'd be Hell, really throw cool. Four, you, throw, you know what? You gotta throw four. Fuck all five. You gotta do all yeah. five. Just do all five because that's the whole story. It'd be really cool to get that engine from five because it was beautiful. Uh, yes, the gameplay in five was fantastic. That's the thing I like about it the most. I just, yeah, let's do you it. I mean, you wouldn't all throw right. in the. Uh... Whatchamacallit that they came out with? The what was that? Oh, that shooter? Yeah. Uh <laughs> it, it was called. It was so bad that it like got uh the the Metal Gear Solid multiplayer game that they came out with after Kojima left. Oh god, I can't remember what it is, but it was bad according to pretty much everybody. Um all right, you know, I think that my final I would love to see Microsoft and, and this is just because obviously I'm an Xbox person, but I'd love to see Microsoft come back and create a, whether two games, um, actually I'm going to, I'm going to say three games here. I'd love them to come up with like a mascot brawler. That'd be fun. I, all, uh, smash brothers or something, uh, similar to that or two, I would like to see them come back with, um, wow, that one just escaped my brain. That that's gone forever. But the uh, third one I know for sure is I would love for them to come back with one versus one hundred. Uh, I think that would still be a fun thing that they could do uh, a couple nights a week where people could log in and do that. I enjoyed it a lot on the three sixty, and I think that would be just an awesome thing to see happen. So. That I think is that would have been perfect a couple like a year ago when oh, everybody was sitting inside. But no, definitely that would have been the best time to do it. They would have made a killing off of that, especially using X Cloud or whatever. They could have gotten so many people logged into that on their phones or whatever. So, but I don't know. I still think there's a there's a market for it. I think that it could be something that would take off really fast. Did uh, Hop? Did you play one versus one hundred or? Get I did the, not. Oh, no. Man. It was it was stupid, but it was it was a good time. All right, well, that does it for the, another episode of the Tacast. Uh, I want to say thank you to Audible for joining us. Is there anything, any shout outs, any plugs, any things you want to share with the community one last time? New patch for Battlefield coming out, season one, uh, Battlefield twenty forty two. So I'm gonna jump into that this week. I believe it comes out on the ninth. Um, the new map allegedly has cover. It's a lot more like the traditional maps uh, in the last Battlefield games. A lot of the guns are balanced. We got new guns, new vehicles. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to give that a shot. So if anyone wants to join me, I'll be online this weekend. Awesome. Yeah, if they if they drop that on Game Pass, I will definitely install it just to check it out. Um, now, if anybody's uh, 
looking to listen to uh, my other show, Retro Futurist Culture. It's available at RuminationsRadioNetwork.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter at Futurist Retro. Um, I also just guest on the Oh God, It Hurts Retro Gaming Podcast. Uh, we did an episode all about shoot 'em ups. That one probably will go live in a couple weeks. You can, again, you can find it at RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. Fen? Yeah, uh, the, the Ogata Hertz guys are definitely some good dudes, and uh, hopefully we can get together and do a little crossover show with them sometime soon. But yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter at the Fenrir765 or on Xbox at with Fenrir765, and I'll just uh, play whatever. I- I'm down to, to game and chat and talk about whatever is going on in the world, and uh, I've, you know, found myself really getting into barbecue lately so if you want to learn about my adventures with that i would love i don't mind sharing that with you but i am fenrir765 and i have my buddy Optimus, as well as our other guest host tonight audible silence uh we are all members of the adultgamer.com community and we'd love for you to join us so come join us there and uh join our discord and jump into the conversations but until then i'll catch you on the flippity flip